do you want to do the introduction there for the lads? Uh, why did you have one? It sounded sarcastic. That's <laughs> it's going on. I feel like there's a lot of tension. We're doing this before lunch. Yeah. Uh, which definitely is. Uh, Can you turn yourself down a tiny bit? There? Maybe if you were a little boomier. I n- I know you love being boomy, like, but your coaching days are over. Like, you're not an in-person. <laughs> Everyone coach. up to the whiteboard there, so please. So it's uh, sixty. How many birthdays? Oh yeah. my god. That the most That's one thing I don't miss. Yeah. Is uh, explaining workouts to people and then people asking around 60 seconds later what's in the workout. But my favorite one was always the, uh, in the CrossFit used to training, there was a platform behind the whiteboard or like across from the whiteboard the other side of the wall. And everyone would gather up and everyone would be like this, be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then someone would turn to someone else and be like, what's a snatch? And they'll go like, this one. Yeah. And then they'll be like, okay. Yeah. The worst, it. the worst is if you're like, uh, Explaining workout, and you go, okay, okay, you're gonna do deadlifts and box jumps, mm-hmm. and then you see somebody walking over to the kettlebells. Mm-hmm. You're like, you yeah. didn't, you didn't listen to anything I just said, did you? No, or one person, and I notice it will always hang back, yeah, and ask for clarification. Will always wait back instead of some. Is there any questions? And they'll just sit there like this, and or stand there and say nothing. And then as soon as all the class box off, they're like, Yeah, 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 Eric. yeah. I'm not going to ask you a question right now when yeah. everyone else could learn from it as well. The, uh, I was watching uh, Wadapalooza. Wadapalooza? Wadapalooza. 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 And uh, on the TV there with the missus, they, they yeah. are more jacked than ever. Every, more jacked. They are. Everyone's after this. It's not even. Yeah. No, no, it's actually not it's even gotten, It's gotten more in your face than ever before. But you know what my favorite thing is, though? Um, if you peruse the comments, <laughs> and I love perusing comments on... Uh, Anything really, especially Instagram. I love that bit of drama. No, you live a li- love a little bit of hot tea. But nobody in CrossFit will call anyone out. There's a picture. If you go to like Patrick Vellner's Instagram there, and he he was kind of the guy for a while where people were like, he could be natural. Um, come off it. And there's a picture there. It was like it was like three posts ago at Wadapalooza as he's running back out from uh, the swim. And he is enormous. His traps are enveloping his neck. You know, he's, yeah. he, he must be 90 plus kilos and like... 100 10, 10 no no 10% body fat not 100% 10% body fat that's ridiculous like but it, like there's like 17 year old girls who are so yak they have like 15 and 16 year old girls do you know those uh obliques it, you know some more in women where they just have their, the obliques are almost dominating their abs yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah. like this kind of ridge yeah. wave kind of like it's insane lambda wave form of, yeah. of obliques kind of going on um it's crazy to th- that's i obviously for the Someone like Patrick Wellner, late twenties or whatever, doesn't matter. It's all gravy. But yeah. seventeen-year-old girls obviously had to start taking them in the last probably year or two or something. That's you know? that's the annoy or not the annoying thing. That's the kind of worrying thing mm-hmm. from my point of view is like, no seventeen-year-old boy or sixteen-year-old boy or girl is going to be like, oh yeah, this amount of tests and this amount of whatever mm-hmm. per week is the correct amount. Somebody's telling them that. Mm-hmm somebody's paying for like they don't have full-time jobs where they're paying for all their gear each month yeah, yeah. somebody is buying them gear yes. and somebody is coaching them with the knowledge that they are ramped on gear and that's not small amounts of gear that's proper drug taking gear yeah um the, but you, you don't seem to see it as much in the i don't know what you call it the senior or the adult level crossfitters is you don't see 17 or 18 year old uh boys basically or men no who are after it's no i'm not saying there's not I, that's i think that's a factor of female versus male physiology as well yeah like females will peak significantly earlier in terms of strength and power sports yeah 
Joe, it, I think it's just a, the nature of it. But uh, I suppose the reality of it is that you're still seeing them. Uh, and this was the influence on that then. You know, there's there's clearly younger girls who were like, oh shit, she got to the game. She's yeah. 17. I'm 19 now and I've been CrossFit for five years and I'm still not. I don't even look anything like her. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, the teenage thing is our, our only gripe around drugs, I think, is that we've all to bring up, you know, is that, uh, especially teenage girls, but teenage boys as well, for sure. There's a whole host of issues. Oh, 100%. Once you're into your 20s, it should be like, boo, 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 whatever you want to do, you know? Yeah. But uh, the teenage thing. It's the same. It's the same in my eyes is like, uh, going out drinking or taking recreational drugs, you know, mm-hmm. if you're past your teenage years, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, yeah. you're probably not living in your parents' house anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not leeching money from somebody else to go and do it. Like hats off to you, whatever you want to do, don't fuck up your life too much. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you're in school, going through a, probably turbulent developmental period if you're a high-level athlete as mm-hmm. well as a high-level enhanced athlete. Uh, yeah, I think it is just, I think it's it's quite shitty and it's not the athlete's fault. You know, what's really interesting is, um, I suppose, limited experience now with teenage girls, to be honest. Yeah. Um, now or back then. But uh, it's an interesting... I. I I don't know many teenage girls who would have blasted a load of gear when I was younger. I, I definitely, I would definitely have come across, if they had access to it, girls who would have done that. Like really? Girls who are good athletes, you know. What kind of context? What Just situation? like playing field sports. Really? Or else like one-on-one athletics yeah. uh, people. Just in the same way where you know lads who are lunatics and really, really into sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's only a handful compared to I could name hundreds of lads you came across, you know. I I don't know. I say when I was younger, I'd say I don't think there would have been a lot of lads who would have actually taken performance enhancing drugs. And I I think the thing is though, is they still don't take steroids like anabolic yeah. steroids. They'll all take SARMs though. SARMs is such a weird thing that people have like it's like passed by. It's like uh, it's like a kind of exotic supplement. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You'll see loads of lads taking that. There, I see something in the oh, fuck. What was I reading the other day? It's not about um, school age rugby players yeah. using SARMs, you know. And it was it was on mainstream media or something, because we were only talking about it a few weeks before that. I remember because we were we met some lad in the gym, you know, and he was like 110 kilos, six foot four, something like that, 10, 11 percent body fat, yeah, like squatting over two two or hundred or more kilos, uh, schools rugby, and. They're talking about dozen. You got yeah. a Connacht, um, absolutely Munster, Go anywhere, yeah. any of those two provinces. Like you'd see a lot of that. I don't, know, I don't know much. Not Connacht, sorry, Leinster, Munster. Really, I don't know about much. Connacht. Ulster and, yeah. and Connacht would be the same. Ulster probably would be likely yeah. similar. Where you just, um, I'd say they're very prevalent, you know. And it's uh, like if you walked into the city today, you'd find a hundred of those lads. Yeah. In that kind of shape. Yeah. That level of athleticism, they wouldn't all be that level of rugby player because they wouldn't have the skill to do it. Mm-hmm. But they're in that physical shape yeah. that if they had the talent they could do- go and do it you know they don't really need to be taking drugs though as a thing like there's just kind of a, it's kind of a waste of time you See, just you just you get the added advantage of and this is where you do get a bit of an advantage of that player when they become a an under 20s player or under 21s whatever yeah. it is at that point when they're at that level they get an extra year or two as a senior player because they'll get called up and they'll play senior games at the weekend mm-hmm 
that's where you get a bit of an advantage you know it can definitely be a disadvantage as well because you can get burnt out yeah but you're playing senior level rugby maybe a year or two earlier and that can be a, a definite yeah. advantage yeah, career-wise like yeah yeah <clears throat> i think that's when most of the most of the ped use happens in rugby in the northern hemisphere is in that four-year period you know 18 to 22 that's the truck test yeah 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 that's a few years ago they were like oh we think when people are going from school or club level to provincial that they're yeah most at risk uh they don't catch any of them obviously though but no. um <laughs> they know it though they know they're obviously aware of it absolutely but yeah. they're obviously not trying to catch them like yeah and why would they man if if i've said this before mm-hmm. if there was access mm-hmm. back then mm-hmm. i would be dead by now <laughs> <laughs> they, the, um, Robbie, I don't think Robbie will ever have a scandal it's such a no, it's, uh, it's such a bougie sport in some ways it's such you know there's a lot of money in rugby it's so strange like rugby is run like a business it's run well so well very little corruption on rugby yeah it's a run impressively well yeah of all but, of well, all international very little corruption bar all the drugs well yeah but I'm saying like that's kind of yeah nah, you know yeah yeah uh, no, I think of all organizations, World Rugby do a very, very good job. I think the the rugby union federations in each of the country do very in each of the countries do very good jobs on a on average they do very For good sure. jobs. Obviously there's there's certain the countries like, yeah. <laughs> there's certain countries stick out more than others. Yeah. But uh it is it's a it's a closed circuit. Yeah. Like there's no um Do you know why they're fine? Because they're not in the fucking Olympics. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There's no IOC. Yeah. There's no NCAA. Mm-hmm. There's nobody leeching or drawing off them, you know. There's no national governments involved no. in this directly. No, they make their own gravy. Like yeah. they they make their own money, they pay for their own things. Now if you take the IRFU like our federation, they'll get some amount of money from Sport Ireland, mm-hmm. as they should. They yeah, have yeah. a huge amount of underage kids involved. Yeah. But on a whole rugby makes its own gravy it's like swimming it's like those other things obviously in swimming you've the ioc getting involved or the international but on a whole rugby is a very closed circuit they give back to the players as well you know there's some phenomenal wages uh and ireland's pretty low compared to like france for example or maybe some of the uh oh when you look at like a lot of players who go to japan in their last years before they retire yeah they pay they pay them they pay them a lot as well in japan absolutely um, but you see where for, with the guy for example in Ireland the money doesn't go back to the players uh, it goes back in roundabout ways from sponsorships from the level they'll get to but they yeah, but it's, the money they get from the uh, Irish Sports Council doesn't go yeah. back to players and it's about fucking time to be honest it's a bit of a joke at this stage no it is an absolute joke like a fully professional sport where no player gets paid yeah, that's a disgrace Like that, it's, it's like the NCAA in the US where mm-hmm. you've all these college athletes making billions a year in ad revenue mm-hmm. and then they're not allowed to get bagels that have cream cheese on them. Yeah, yeah. Because that's too much of a luxury. That you know, like there's yeah. all these weird things, like like there's first yeah, like football and hurling are the truest of national sports. Yeah. Like they are the national sports to do those, and every single young boy and very very many of the young girls, probably more every year, have played one or both of those at some point. You know, that's a sport that there's a. a there's probably a pitch within at any point in the country there's probably a pitch within five miles of yeah, you absolutely. and good really good facilities really good really well taken care of like yeah and a lot of those clubs have to fund their own money to get those pitches and their own nets fixed you know and get their own balls and their own 
equipment, paying for the coaches. Most of them, it's entirely voluntary till up until like senior level yeah. as adults. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're and the gag at something like it's a couple of million a year from the from uh, Sport Ireland. From the Sport Ireland. Yeah. How much do you think it is? Put it around somewhere between ten and thirty million, I'd say. Do you think that's that much? That's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's um and they make good money. Like this is a conversation going on for years from uh Oh no, it's disgraceful like that they don't pay players. How much does And I don't even mind that they get that much money if they were paying players. No, no, I've I've no issue. They they do a phenomenal service for like children being physically active in Ireland. But mm. uh when you've it's <sighs> It's a division in the same way where CrossFit is completely different from the CrossFit Games, you know. An international club championship should have fully paid players. Go on, how much is it? Um, so, hang on. So, with 26.3 million already announced to support Ireland to support their activities. Yes. It brings the total funding for 2021 to 91.3 million for <laughs> sporting. But that's not for the guy, I think. The specific okay. funding... Made available to support the financial losses incurred by the FIA, the GA, and there are a few is also on top of significant funds. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? That's yeah, crazy. Like, also, when you look at the. <laughs> Dublin GA received 20 million of yeah. the uh, total funding given to the counties of Republic of Ireland for the coaching development between 2007 and 2020. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy the money. And, like, you look at huge stadiums as well. Yeah. Like, we have two big stadiums here in Cork just for GA. Recently renovated as well. Yeah, Corky like, Cleave, really yeah. well, nicely done up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80,000-seater stadium in Crow Park. Like, very, very large infrastructure. There was a, a few weeks back, there was a couple of hundred funds in a bank account with the Cork board, so the local county we were in. And no one knew it wasn't a, a corruption thing. It just had been completely missed. Yeah, there was like a couple of hundred thousand or something, or it was like a hundred thousand or something, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "We've no idea." That's hilarious. Where this money came from? Someone fucking knows where that came yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was uh, someone obviously either got away with it or it was a genuine mistake. But I'd be very surprised. Or else an older board member who kind of isn't on the board anymore had kind of put it there. It's corning it away, like yeah, had an unfortunate accident. Yeah, and no it's one mad, knew about it. isn't it? It's like a little treasure map. Yeah. It's buried at the back somewhere. The Seeker Strength treasure. treasure. Yeah, the so sports in Ireland, there's uh, the GA is the Gaelic Athletic Association. There's football, handball, camogie, uh, hurling. Rounders. Rounder. Rounders is in there for some reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know if... Um, does does bowling get anything? No. Bowling is not in the coming new Glasgow. As far as I know, I don't think it's... Bowling is uh, not bowling. It's a different sport in Ireland where people play down a road with yeah, uh, a steel ball. And you get from start to finish and you throw as little throws as possible. Yeah. And the money lads put on that. The gambling at, at road bowling is mental. Yeah, You're crazy. talking about tens of thousands of euro changing hands in cash on the side of the road. Oh, it's all cash. Oh, it's all cash. So, like the, the sport, as Garth said, is you've a, a set out route on an old country road. You've two bowlers. Yeah. They both have a piece of steel shot and they throw it. Like there's It's usually the late summer speed isn't it? that, that ball yeah. You'll just drive around the corner and there'll be a hundred people standing on the yeah. road. It's and crazy. Everyone just run off the road as you drive through and then they'll run back on again mm. and keep going. Is uh I don't think shin kicking's in the uh coming Gloom Casquale. I actually screenshotted something yesterday. There about was, shin kicking. No. Go on. Uh I have a funny story about shin kicking. About an old Irish wrestling form that's catch like catch an elbow, elbow and catch. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Mental, isn't Mental, it? There's a statue 
somewhere in the country of uh, one of those wrestlers that went to America wrestling. He was an elbow wrestler. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the, no, the statue might be in America of him. What were you, you reading about it? Do you know what? Uh, so in shin kicking, which is an English sport, uh, do you know what you have to shout when you've when you're done when you give up like so no. like tapping out yeah you have to shout sufficient no fucking way <laughs> there's um, what a crazy sport what's a catch and elbow is it something like that yeah it's, it's on my phone yeah it was it was very popular but you don't really hear much about it wrestling every culture in the world really has their own wrestling the Mongolians have their yeah did you find it this is just showing me modern day lads and Jesus so Garf, how was your uh, jiu-jitsu journey going? Um, good, yeah, I'm getting, kind of starting again um, with a bit of weightlifting. So I've gotten over the initial aggressive soreness from jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So the sessions are independent now, they're kind of, they're fine from it, you know, the yeah. weightlifting sessions are, they're pretty... They're uninhibited by jiu-jitsu and vice versa. So that's fun um, because the initial few weeks I was doing very little weightlifting, but I've kind of started up again now as people have seen from the vlogs, you know. So uh, initially it was very, lots of doms in random places, just energy sapped, all that kind of adaption energy. So for um, so for weightlifting sessions, it was obviously not good, but it's pretty good for the moment. Yeah. I'll see the... I'll really have to cut back to jiu-jitsu once Bristol is done, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy to do this much jiu-jitsu anyway, but I'm happy to do it again up until Bristol. But then it's uh, it's kind of shit or bust, you know, so I'll, I'll probably have to tailor back to maximum, no more than two sessions of jiu-jitsu a week, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then eventually it'll be one, and then it'll probably come a point where I'll just have to stop for a month or so. Yeah. Or at least two or three weeks, um, seeing how things are going. Which is unfortunate, but that's the nature of trying to be... That's just how it is, like... Trying to do... He'd be good at one of them. Yeah. Uh, but I'll definitely keep one or two... For a, for a long time, you know? Yeah. So I'll hopefully only have to drop it off for maybe like two or three weeks. And then that should be all right. What's your timeline looking like? Are you saying eight months, ten months, or just keep going? I don't know. Uh, wait, timeline for jiu-jitsu or training? No, for weightlifting. Uh, as in like this training block? Yeah. Um, I'll see probably until till August. What are we now? March, April, May, June, July. So I'll see. I'm just going to keep kind of exercising for the next few weeks. Yeah. And just kind of train and just kind of get back in the shape there's no rush of this which is the that's the good thing about weightlifting you can spend forever getting ready yeah yeah and yeah. it's it'll never be a negative no it's always positive yeah like you'll either just not stop getting positives but it'll never be a negative or you'll just keep getting positives you know like you can just keep doing the snatch clean and jerk hey hey hey, hey. what's that nobody will ever stop getting positives <laughs> it's weightlifting so it's like i can i could do this for two months what i'm doing now yeah just little prep stuff just like touching the weights doing muscle snatches a little bit of snatching like i could do just as long as i didn't go crazy with the strength stuff and even with the strength stuff you could still tape away with that you know yeah um so it's all a benefit all this training is a benefit to weightlifting getting back into shape until bristol so there's no real rush no i don't have a timeline on this if this was for example uh four weeks from a peak or whatever and i added i tried to add like two or three weeks but it wouldn't work you know yeah, uh, as we saw, for example, from Malta to Romania, you know. Mm-hmm. So this kind of training, once it's gone, it's gone. Oh, like. Once it's gone, it's gone. But if you're building up, it's it's perfect, you know. There's yeah. no, uh, so I'll just keep building up for a while, and I'll keep cutting down weight because that's one of the important things I need to do this time before I really start the uh, big push in the weightlifting. This training block is I just need to be lighter. Um, so I'm about 104 at the moment, and I'll just keep going. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get to 98 for uh, Bristol Jiu Jitsu. 
In other exciting news, our studio build next door will be in the next few weeks kicking off. Are we in January still? We are, yeah. It feels like it's been forever, but it's also Christmas was yesterday. So yeah. It's kind of a... January is the weirdest time warp. No, it is it is a time warp. I think the days between Christmas and New Year's Eve are a heavy wormhole of time where yeah. nothing happens, but everything happens. You're basically a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. Between uh, St. Stephen's Day and New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Do you know people who call, uh, Irish people who call St. Stephen's Day Boxing Day should They're be They're English people. They should be expelled. They're English people. That's actually grounds for excommunication. They're not Irish people. No, it's terrible. No. People, and, and, I, and as well... Most people just call it Stevens' Day. Yeah, Stevens' Day. Do you see? Stevens' is his Day. Yeah. <laughs> like St. Stevens. St. Stevens' Day is actually easier to say for some yeah. reason. But I see people like, people do it on Instagram. They're like, oh, Boxing, boxing day. day. No, 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 no. Or they'll do the boxing emoji and day afterwards. Get off my feet, lad. Be be proud of your culture. Yeah. Be proud of being Irish. Like there is. And, and more importantly, of being proud of your culture. Yeah. Be belligerent yeah. in opposition of other people's culture. Like part part of the being proud of uh, Irish culture is also the, you know, the detestant of English culture, you know. It's just the way it is. Like no, we can't we can't do anything about it. That's just how it is. It's nothing personal. It's like, our culture. Like No, it's just eight hundred years of colonialism, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I see this thing recently. I don't know if I talked about this in one of the other podcasts. Maybe I mentioned to you, but uh there's like just a little bit of the internet randomly I see at the odd place where people were arguing that like oh Irish were colonizers too because in India there was a few Irish people working in the 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 government that's not the right word kind of the well I suppose in the government in the regime the regime right. in the regime who were Irish people in the colonization of India you know so they're like Irish people are colonizers too and you're like that's not really that's a bit mad isn't it that's a bit of a stretch <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah. bit of a stretch to assume that um, or to make that that we were colonizers you know yeah um, but the thing is I suppose would Ireland have colonized people Celts were very violent like yeah incessantly violent some would say that we were too busy killing each other yeah to go out and do it other places well that's how it happened was when the king of Connacht invited um, one of the kings of England or was the Normans that's kind of how it sped it up people are saying they probably would have invaded eventually anyway and needed a knife for it yes. the king but he wanted help fighting some of the other kings in Ireland. Um, just killing each other, you know. Yeah. Good old-fashioned murder. Good old-fashioned hating each other. So, um, you know, it's it's like, would if we'd gotten our shit together sooner. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to know what Ireland would be like if we'd been left to our own devices. Yeah. It's hard to know, isn't it? Yeah. There, there's a lot of um, fingerprints of that colonialism around the place. I'd love to know what cities would be like, the design yeah. of cities. Uh, obviously we wouldn't be talking English I think you'd find that so there's obviously cities that developed not in absentia of it but like mm -hmm. Kilkenny was predominantly a Viking city and was never like mm -hmm. most of that development happened you know mm -hmm. so I think you'd see cities with very similar architecture to that of like the big walls around them like Clamell would be class, the same class walls pure class walls yeah I'd like to. I'd be very interested to see what the country would be like and what what way our economy and stuff. Because, in fairness to the about hundred years ago, uh, this is actually hundred years ago this year, I think, or next year, they um you know would have independence, home rule, uh, the treaty would have been signed and all that, and then they sped up the economy a lot. Yeah, we came a long way. A long way. A very wealthy country. Even within from years. when when our parents were children, you when know, when we were children. Yeah, there was not a lot of money. Well, not no. not a lot of money, but there was. It, there was it, you could I'd say I remember being a child where it was like it wasn't that people are flush with cash but people didn't have a lot of cash no either. no 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 
It definitely no, absolutely. Um, it definitely sped up. Like and they were booming, booming. Ah, there's lads. European Union is great. No, there's lads roofing on Saturdays again. Like the boom is back. I know, like lads doing plastering on a Sunday morning. Like no, when you you know the boom is back in Ireland when you go to petrol station on a Sunday morning. There's lads walking on their work pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Covered in paint and plaster and stuff. Yeah, fifteen transit vans in the front. Yeah, brand new vans. Brand new vans. When you see 2021 and 20, or 21, 2 and 22, 1 yeah. and all this on the road. You the know. only old vans on the road now are van life conversions. And no. people are driving them around to beaches. Like There's one other category of people who have who have really old vans in the road. Go on. Really old electricians and plasters who refuse to get a new van. Refuse. Refuse. And then if someone asks them, like, would you have changed the van, John? Fuck no. Sure, geez, what would I get instead? What's wrong with the transit? Yeah. It'll be like, John... Yeah, you can't, you can't get the old hiatus now. Yeah, John G. McFitz or whatever <laughs> on the side of it. Just his name. That's, well, the the name and stickers will have worn off, but where yeah. the, the paint faded around the stickers, you yeah. can still read it. Like like all the new companies and all the new lads setting up will be like fucking b- Bodega Bougie contractors. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be like... Aspire Electrician. Or they'll be like weird like little geometric patterns of their stickers, yeah. company logo and stuff, you know, and they got some yeah. marketing lads to do it. And you're like, ooh, what? sometimes you don't even know what they do. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck does like fucking? It won't even say contract. It'll be like, um, geometric ink or something. And you'll be like, are you are you a plumber or what's the yeah, story? Yeah, like? yeah, yeah. Whereas like the old lads will just have their name. Interiors reimagined. Yeah, <laughs> logistics. Yeah, it's synergistic design. Yeah, you're like, are you? What do you? What <laughs> that, do you do? That's for me? plumbing and plaster. I'm calling now. I'm trying <laughs> to figure out. Um, so like you see those in the road, and, but the old lads will still have their vans, like, and it'll yeah. be just their name and their number. That's it. Yeah. Speaking of a terrible story to do with lads and vans, go on. Uh, so, this? in a town on the way west from here, I won't name the town in case somebody knows the person we're talking about. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a a man with a van. Just so a, a, he's a big yeah. van, right? And he stickers on it. The man with a van. Mm-hmm. No job too big, no job too small. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anytime we'd be going down west for an old weekend away or something, mm-hmm. uh, it was a very, very common thing to do that a few of the lads would take the man's number mm-hmm. and ring him and ask him to perform random jobs around the place, prank co- prank calling him. It was fucking hilarious. Wait, how old were you? 17, I'd say. Oh my God. Yeah. Did, did he do them? No, no, no. It would be like, is this man with a van? No job too big, no job too small. Mm. Like, yeah. He knows it's coming already now because there's a young fella on the phone to him. He goes, yeah, it is. He goes, what about a blow job? Oh, my God. All that kind of shit. Like, and you were obviously hilarious. Oh, he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. The other, like the, We had a, a list, right, of prank calls. Right. And that would be kind of moderately funny. I'll just give you an example of the funniest prank call. Mm-hmm. Is you go on to Dundee, mm-hmm. which for those of you listening, not in Ireland, will be like Gumtree, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go on to that and you find a man selling a donkey right. on Dundee, Craigslist, Gumtree. You then ring that man and you start talking to him and you say, I must put you on the phone to my father now who's buying the donkey. Mm-hmm. At the same time, on a different phone, one of your other buddies will have rang another man selling a donkey. No. And you give him the same spiel. Oh, my God. You say, two seconds, I have to put you onto my father. And then you put both of those speaking to each other on speakerphone. And that is one of the funniest things you will ever do in your life. 
It's like, how much do you want for the donkey? It's like, I'm not buying a fucking donkey. Get off the foot. And then just roaring at each other. Yeah, but they wouldn't hang up like to be rude. Like no, no, they'd never hang up, you see. And the other thing is they're trying to sell a donkey. Yeah, yeah. So they won't give in and, and not do the deal. And get, yeah, you're not selling it. So, like, like you're, t- you're talking about five to ten minutes of utter enjoyment. That is, um, that, that's borderline abuse. No, it is. It's <coughs> absolute abuse, yeah. Money. Do you ever look back and you're like, Jesus, I was a gobshite. Yeah. Or I can think of very few times that I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just so hard. And you know when you, you see teenage, teenagers, boys and girls, yeah. you're like, if only you knew how dumb you are. Yeah. Like, if you only knew what a gobshite you are now. But they can't. They can't. They, they can't. They can't. No. no, no. It's, it's um, you couldn't even begin to explain to them what they are a gobshite about, you know? No. Like, you're just like, oh, I wish I could just, but all, all you can do is give them 10 years, you know? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, fuck. And then it's just a repetitive cycle. I assume this has been going on for tens of thousands, hundreds yeah. of millions, of, millions of hundreds of thousands of years, possibly. Yeah. How long have we been top predator? Like 127,000 years? Top predator. Number one apex predator. <laughs> I assume it's been going on since then. Yeah. But you think about a month of like, maybe not because you'd probably have to be killing people by the time you're 15. Either getting married or murdering people. Like, you know, life was hard a little before. Like, very yeah. hard. Very, very hard. Just terrible. Like, yeah. just absolute, like, mayhem. They didn't have posture improving perching stools. Oh, but imagine if we were, uh, well, let's say, 1500 years ago. Yeah. We were just living in our tribe. Yeah. Celts, just what, or whatever. Or maybe descended from Vikings or a mix of both. Yeah. Might be a town. Let's say 2000. Three, let's say 3000 years ago. Yeah. Like, just uh, imagine the, the weather here and you're living in Wicker. Uh, what do they call the houses? What's the name for that? Mottle and Daub. Mottle and Daub houses. You're just living in like a house made of rushes basically and twigs. Yeah, and, sh- and mud. Mud stuck to the walls. It's cold all the time. It rains. 12 months of the year and yeah. 30 of those days of every month is raining. Even in February when there's only 28 days it rains a lot more in February. Yeah. Like, just imagine a thunderstorm. Like, don't we get like storm warnings out? Yeah. And we're like, oh, Jesus, there's a storm coming. Hopefully the internet won't go down. <laughs> now you're like, fuck, I hope it, my house doesn't blow away, you know? Yeah. We're all like just, someone could at any point just come and murder you and your whole family or try and murder you. Coming up over the wall of your ring fort. Like, <sighs> you're trying to mind your goats, your cows. Bears are still around. Wolves are still there. There's no snakes, thank God. God bless. No. No, no spiders as well. That's great. No. It's just snakes or just bears and wolves. And like at any point they could come and kill you as well, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. You just hear them scratching at the door at night. Yeah. But you don't have a door actually. Sorry. No, you don't have a door. And they're just coming in, and you know, at any point, you might have to kill that bear. And yeah. It's, it's uh, the tendons from its knee. That's. <laughs> it's crazy to think we're so soft now that we have to make up fake work for ourselves. Yeah. Like we have to go to a place. Yeah. Where you can make yourself tired. And make up things to do. Think about the amount of people that can work Think about the home. fact that our job mm-hmm. is making up fake work for people to do for themselves. Yeah. So then they can feel better about themselves because they're better about doing fake work yeah. that other people recognize as being important. But you, you, you're you saying you wouldn't even have had energy. I'd have conversation with myself there in my head. So you're saying like they wouldn't even have the energy to do these recreational things. No way. There was, um on the same tangent here, I'm listening to ton or... Uh, Blood and Thunder. It's a right. tale of the West. Uh, very interested in the Native American history in the last few months. Yeah, you're on the buzz. Yes. Hard. It's, it's it's great because it's wholesale murder. Yeah. And uh, at one stage, in somewhere in the southern states, there was pre-settlers, uh, pre-Spanish or whatever, there was a an empire 
not an empire, a culture of Native Americans that basically rose and fell within like two or three hundred years. They've like loaded these houses. They're vegetarian. No, no, no. They're yeah. anti-war. No, 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 no. no. They don't like they'd like multi-story buildings. What? Yeah, like amazing pottery and stuff. And there was just a series of droughts, and they can see from like the fossil record, or whatever, just wiped them out. Fuck. Yeah. Well, not wiped them out. They like reduced their population by like ninety percent, mm. and just um, they were like just other tribes in and whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. You could like, just someone could murder you. Yeah. And there's no reprimanding. They're just coming. Yeah, but the great thing is then you could go murder people then. Yeah. You could go and steal their <laughs> stuff, you know? So that's kind of good. Like, I get to go and take this off you. Yeah, you, you want it. Like, if you had good genetics. Yeah. And imagine if you discovered training. Imagine oh, my if, God. Yeah. Imagine if you were like, if I do this, I get better. But you wouldn't know. So you'd never know because you'd have to do it for a few weeks. And like yeah, you'd never, yeah, yeah. you'd never put yourself. In a situation. And as well, you're putting yourself in a terrible situation when you're sore and tired for those few weeks. Yeah, yeah. compromise yourself. Like yeah. you'd, you'd never understand that. Like if I do some training, like we're talking about, like kind of early civilization, like Bronze Age or Stone yeah. Age. Like you'd never understand that if you did, because you have to commit to it. Oh for yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be three, three weeks minimum for those few weeks when you're doing your like push-ups or whatever. Yeah, you'd be like. Am I getting better or just getting... And you get worse for a while because of the dams. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, geez, I really shouldn't exercise. Like, you know, that's... Yeah. Imagine if you'd learned and you got all the other lads and the girls and everyone just started training, you know? Yeah. Surely some group of humans... At but some you're point, like, look at the Spartans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I suppose that was later when there was a luxury of people having specific jobs. Like, we were talking, like, pre... Yeah. Like, early But even the Greeks had, like... Yeah. You know? Like, gladiators and Roman mm. stuff. But I talk about before that again, like, a thousand years before that, you know? Yeah, yeah. When uh, when there was dragons, who's the first? Oh, when there was dragons. <laughs> yeah, like imagine someone. Surely some group of tribes discovered. Yeah. That uh, four hundred meter repeats get you really fit <laughs> with with forty five second intervals. <laughs> someone discovered Tabata. <laughs> Tabata intervals. Uh, Twenty seconds of work and then exactly ten seconds of rest. It's perfect. Because people obviously understood in their training, like because there was Native American boys where they'd send them out with blunt tip bows to shoot pigeons yeah. and birds and stuff, you know, and, and like. They understood like target practice. Target practice is like an innate desire for most humans. Like yeah. it's like a very compelling thing for most people. But like actual training. I know yeah. Milo. I don't know how old. You know Milo? Yeah, yeah. Carrying a calf. Yeah, like when they discovered periodization, you know. Or linear periodization. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, like was that the earliest form of training? When Juggernaut invented periodization. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Beep! <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, yeah. Could have been terrible. Right, let's do a few quick fire trivia pieces, right? I have nothing, right? I have nothing in my head now. Right. Um, oh, I know. I'm well aware you've nothing in your head, kid. Ooh, oh, ooh, shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <sighs> uh, do you want to go first? Okay. Um, I've got an Irish issue one for you, actually. Okay. So after 1916 Rising, yeah, there was a couple hundred men arrested. Men and women. No, just men, actually, I think, at this place. They were sent to a different country. They were sent to a particular camp. What country was this camp in? This prison camp. Prison. Prison camp. Australia? No. Wales. No way. Yeah. They released like a Never year. knew that. Yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Uh, in the mid-1800s. Okay. There was a terrible famine over here. So half the population basically got wiped out. They either left yeah. or they died. I've heard of it. What year? 18 did that famine 1845 no what was it 1846 fuck 
Yeah. And it was made, and it was and the famously, 40s. yeah. The Christy Moore song about the famine mm-hmm. said 1847 was the year it all began. But it's incorrect. But it just rhymed better. Well, it was genocide, like. Yeah, it was genocide, yeah. Um, okay. I've got one. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. California yeah. used to belong to which country? No. In the 1800s. Which country? Yeah. 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 Holland. Mexico. Fucking hell. Yeah, I didn't know. I knew Texas. No way. I knew Texas belonged to Mexico, but I didn't know California did. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I had a great one there, but you'd, you'd get it too easily. What is it? Uh, the people mightn't give them some entertainment. They might not know it. I wish there's a way you could play along, but people wouldn't be honest. Like, you'd never know. Like, people wouldn't be honest. I wouldn't be honest. Like no. No, I wouldn't let anyone know. Yeah. Uh, okay. The famous petrol brand. Mm-hmm. So they have filling stations. They make oil and stuff. Mm-hmm. Texaco. Right. It's a combination of two words. What are those words? Texas and company. Texas and Mexico. No fucking way. Yeah. Why is that? Just. I think it was like a cross-border operation. How many have I asked you? I've got you two. Okay, I can surely think of one more. No, people will definitely correct me on that one because I might not be 100% and it'll be like, actually. Uh, fuck. I have my one lined up. If go you on, you go for your one, what I think. Okay, so looking at the skull here. Yeah. Can they see that on the camera? They, no, they can't. They can see a tiny bit of it. Don't take it out. Take it out. This neon futuristic skull. On the skull here, right? Mm-hmm. Seek a stag. Mm-hmm. This first beam that comes out oh, shit. has a specific name on it. I'd have no idea. What is it? It's a brow tine. Because hmm. it carries their brow. Very interesting. Yeah. You can put it back up. Well, you pulled out the screw as well. You're pulled out the screw. You absolute donkey. Yeah. I told you not to pull you it ruined out. It. I'm glad this is on camera now that I told you not to pull that out. I ruined it. We always have arguments about the interior architecture because Fitz just gun holes the things. I'm like, wait a minute. But you've already done it most of the time. Yeah, it's already done. Like, I'm like, Fitz, don't do that. And you're like, Gee! you're like, what? Do what? Say what? That looks great. Um, it kind of does actually. Let me see. 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 Let me see real quick. Um, it's so weird. Your mind goes blank. Yeah, like, I know things. I, but I don't I, know. Them. Honestly, I know things. I know stuff. I have a great question if you want to ask me. Yeah, go, <laughs> go and ask me another question if, if, if you have something. Uh, no, no, no. Go on. Just think of your last one. Who invented the light bulb? Thomas Edison. No, Jeffrey Epstein. That's. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks for watching, guys. Uh, We'll be back next week. And uh, thanks. Hopefully the stag's head will be back on the wall.